Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello, I'm Sam Ellard and welcome to the following on podcast, a special podcast today that's coming live from the Oval at the very first ACE programme trial, a new scholarship programme for young African Caribbean cricketers to enter Surrey's performance pathway. Now, the initiative will provide coaching, equipment, sports science and travel grants to boys and girls aged between 11 and 18 with the aim of breaking down barriers for the local African Caribbean community. There's two free open days that will take place. The first one is today. The next one is next week, both here at the Kia Oval, where a number of participants will be selected for a long-term scholarship programme with Surrey. And we're here in the nets at the moment. There's six different nets throughout the evening. About 30 to 40 kids are here taking part. Ten different coaches helping these kids, fielding drills, batting practice, bowling practice and again a certain number of kids that impress will be given an opportunity to come back here in April with a long-term scholarship program with Surrey as they look to make it all the way to the big time this is the following on podcast at the Kia Oval I'm very pleased to say that Richard Gould, the Surrey Chief Executive, of course is a key part of this scheme, is with me now. Firstly, Richard, just tell us how this scheme came about. Whose idea was it and why is this scheme in place? Yeah, discussions with the African Caribbean Cricket Association, uh, Ebony Rayford-Brent, who's on our board, uh, and, and just thinking, how do we invite more and more people to get involved in sport? 
and you know, particularly you know, we're hosting the West Indies this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a year that if we can if we can start something off, this is the year to do it. And so we just wanted to make an extra special effort to invite. Uh, kids down to the Oval, play cricket, enjoy themselves, and you know, never know, might spot some talent. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt there's been a lack of engagement with uh, you know the, the black community in this sport for some time. Why do you think that is? Yeah. One of the points that was being made was that um, we, we've seen a decline in the number of British-born black players playing. You know, uh, you know, Jofra Archer, uh, Chris Jordan. We've got some great guys that are, that are playing for England. Uh, but they weren't born in England, and uh, that when you when you look at football and rugby, actually we're under-indexing as a sport. You know why is it all that you know a lot of the talented black uh, guys and girls are going and playing football and rugby and not playing cricket? Well, clearly we're not making enough 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 of an effort, and and this is the start of us trying to redress that balance. And are you confident? that um, if this scheme is, is successful that loads of other different countries up and down the country will look to use a similar scheme like this? Yeah, I, 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 it will be successful. It's already been successful when you look yeah. at the number of uh, kids that are coming over the period of the next three, uh, three days or so. Uh, but it doesn't just have to be the African-Caribbean uh, community. It can be any specific community in any particular area which, which you feel is, uh, is not getting, the, uh, not getting the, the, the attention they require and deserve. Have you set yourself like numbers, targets, aims sort of over the next, not just five minutes, next five, ten, twenty years? Is there a, a dream number that is a, a realistic number to achieve to try and find the next Joffre Archer or the next two, three, four, five Joffre Archers? Uh, is there a realistic number? Um, it's really difficult to put a number because you just don't know. You know, as a club, we're doing really well. We've got five, six, seven guys in the England setup. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, we had none. You know, is that because we're doing something better, or we've got, are we are we in a in a rich cycle? Who knows? Uh, but look, look I, I, we 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 should have three to five British-born black players within our squad at any one time. That's that's what we should have, and 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 that's when you look at the demographics and the numbers uh, between uh, uh, people between or kids between 10 and 18 in SE 11, 42 percent of them are black. Uh, so we're under indexing and yeah we know of lots of young lads that are going off and playing football at Premier League yeah. contracts picking up contracts why aren't they playing cricket and to put a smile on your face when we just look, look to the left there are what 10 coaches here right now 15 kids taking yeah, part there are more groups coming yeah, later there's 20 parents here does it put a smile on your face when you, when you see what you guys have achieved I, I love it. it it's not just a smile I can feel a tingle at the back of my spine that's, that's, that's brilliant Richard Gould, thank you very much for your time with on the following on podcast. That's Richard Gould, the Surrey Chief Executive. Now we're just going to go over and speak to the man that is heading up this scheme, Jeremy Greaves. Of course, Jeremy also works with the Surrey Academy. You've seen some some decent players come through, haven't you, here at Surrey? I'm thinking Ollie Pope, the Curran brothers. You haven't done a bad job, have you, over the last couple of years? Absolutely. Look at the smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, and someone like Ollie Pope, um, I've, I've had a lot of work with him. I've done a lot of work with him. So when you say that, it makes me smile. It makes me happy to know that we've had a player that's come through the academy and that's gone on not just playing for Surrey County Cricket Club but is now also playing for England. What was it like then? We were there in South Africa, we were doing live commentary of the tour. What's it like then when you see young Ollie Pope come up and up and up and then he takes off his helmet, kisses the badge on the helmet and he scores his first England 100? 
yeah, it's, it's very pleasing and very proud. Um, when he did that, I texted him. Um, and then that evening, he texted me back. Um, so he's aware as well of the support he has, because that's what it is ultimately. It's just support. And when he comes back into the country, um, we have a chat, we have a coffee. Sometimes I do some stuff with him. But that relationship is, is there for life, really. And so, yeah, really proud moment. How early can you tell with players like Pope and Curran? Is it when they're really, really young or you still have to give them a few years to develop, get older, get bigger? How early do you know he's got something special, he's going to go and make it? Uh, it's, it you have to wait and see. You have to wait and see. And, and we've got a, a structure and a pathway at the moment that allows players to develop because they develop at different times and different ages, but to develop and, and show their skills at the right time. Um, you could make decisions quite young, but sometimes some work out, some don't. Um, but as I said, the way our programme is set up, um, we give as many players as possible, as enough time as possible to see where they're going to be. Who's the next one coming through then? Oh, I can't tell you that. I can't tell <laughs> you that. Is that a secret? <laughs> that is a um, secret. <laughs> look, we, we've got to talk about the ACE scheme. We're here right now, just looking, there was six, six nets, there's 30, 40 kids here, so many different coaches helping out. Just. Tell us a little bit about this. Why Surrey are doing it? And also, is this going to be a successful campaign? Um, well, I'll start with the first thing. Is it going to be successful? Absolutely it is. Um, it is driven and supported by a club that is passionate about cricket, and that's, that's what we do. Um, so it will definitely be supported and, and work well. Um, it is literally about trying to find, hopefully, the next player that's going to go and play for Surrey. Um, but we've already seen in the hall, we've unearthed some really good talent. Um, the cricketing ability in the hall is amazing. So what we have to do now, we have to go back, um, look through and understand which players we want to put on the scholarship um, and then communicate that to them, which starts in April and goes through the summer. And even to those that don't get onto the scholarship, we're already thinking about where we can put them and what we can get them to do, which is still then engaging in cricket, which is the ultimate reason why they're here. What are you looking for then? Because some of these kids are so young. There's quite a lot of them here. You know, the, the session only lasts an hour. What, what do you look for then in, in, a, in a kid to go, you're going to make it onto this scheme? It's got to be a little bit of ability and understanding of cricket, but ultimately we're looking for rawness rawness that we can shape and let them be themselves because I think that's that's important um, but if we get that and they've got the love for the game um, I think it's then easy the, the sell to yeah. cricket is very very easy um, why would you not want to play cricket if you can come to somewhere like this the support that we're going to give them um, the support they've ultimately got to have at home but I'm sure they have because they're here um, so I think our part really is the easy part yeah sure and to finish off it's brilliant to be able to speak to one of the participants here today firstly mate just introduce yourself and tell us how old you are oh, I'm Ibrahim I'm 12 years old and I play for Chiswick Cricket Club mm -hmm. and just tell everyone about what you've been doing today at the over what the coaches have been getting you to do well it's just an introduction a few batting drills just to see how how skilled we are bowling drills fielding catching throwing and what how good of an opportunity is this, do you think, for kids your age to be able to, to come down to Surrey, work with professional coaches? It's a good opportunity because sometimes all that county setup is complicated and just to be able to come here and be invited to just come down and play is good. Yeah.
And if I could bring in your dad as well, what's your name, sir? Uh, Rodney. Rodney, what's it like again? Such only 12 years of age, you better come down here for kids like him. Young age opportunities. How important is it that these opportunities are out there? Uh, it's very important. I mean, Ibrahim comes from quite a, a strong cricketing background. He's got his uncle upstairs. His other uncle is a member of the senior uh, African Caribbean committee. Um, so he's a bit in a privileged position anyway to have the encouragement and people supporting him. But I think for those that are maybe not in such a, a position, this is fantastic. And when you come to see the history of the ground, the environment, like you say, the quality of the coaches that they've got to sort of you know, present their skills in front of, it's a fantastic opportunity and I try to make my son very aware of you know, embracing these opportunities as much as he can. And do you think there needs to be, especially in cricket, more opportunities like this to get to get young kids involved? I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite a challenging question, really, and it's not. There's no one simple solution. But at the same time, the more opportunities, the more people will come out, and also to create more awareness about mm. it as well. Because you know, I try to explain, as I say to my son. West Indies have a very strong cricket heritage, which maybe is getting lost very much now, in you know, especially in London, anyway. And you confident the uh, the little man's going to uh, going to go on one day and and maybe be playing uh, for Surrey one day? Well, it's not so much that, you know. I tried to tell him that if he gets to that stage, then very well. But cricket for me was very much a learning and a life experience, social interaction. It teaches you some strong life skills. Um, the importance of hard work and things don't always go your way. You can work hard and go out and still take two balls and that's the end of your game, so to speak. But you have to be able to deal with these things uh, mentally and it sets you up very well for, for, for whatever you choose to embark on in your life. Well, we wish Ibrahim and all of the other participants that came down to the Oval today the very best of luck. More kids aged between 11 and 18 will be back at the Oval next week to see if they have what it takes to be selected for a long-term scholarship programme with Surrey. And a big well done to Surrey for putting on this event and giving opportunities to young African Caribbean kids to have a shot at making it at the club they'll of course be hoping to follow in the footsteps of the likes of ollie pope and sam curran this has been the following on podcast thanks for listening the following on podcast is proudly sponsored by barbados tourism and this is your gentle reminder that barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan with eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.